What's up, guys? Welcome to Cocoa Butter Travel Podcast. And in today's episode, we have Adam, Australian cat owner, sports <laughs> lover, if I remember it right, electrician during the night and fellow traveler during the day. So how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. A bit sweaty because it's super hot <laughs> outside, but all good. <laughs> so could you please introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners okay um well my name's adam i'm from newcastle in new south wales australia i'm an electrician by trade so i work on um, passenger trains mm-hmm. i used to work in coal mining before but i've been working on passenger trains for about 12 months now yeah um outside of work i enjoy live sport basically so basically everything you couldn't do during covid is what i enjoy so live sport Live music, yeah. traveling, going out, all that stuff that you couldn't do. So yeah, yeah. Um, I like to party, I like to have a good time with my mates and stuff. So uh, that sort of put a bit of a dampener on that, but hopefully we're on the way out. Yeah. So where, when did you start traveling? Oh, um, well, I was lucky enough, not solo traveling, but as I, when I was a kid, we used to normally go up the coast once a year with our family and then we did a few big trips down to the snow, like uh, around the Victorian border, yeah. uh, Parish of Blue, places like that. Have you been down there at all yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, and we also did a few trips. We actually did a trip to Cairns, a road trip to Cairns, when I was, maybe when I was 14 or 13, and yeah, another yeah. one out to, out to Uluru. Um, so that kind of got sparked the flame i suppose in terms of traveling mm-hmm. um as far as solo traveling i did three months in europe in 2015 and that was um pretty epic yeah. but uh, other than that i've done a lot of travel around you know with friends and family and stuff and i've been pretty blessed in that respect how come did you ended up traveling in europe for like three months Oh, I, I guess I just I had the time to take off work, so I was like, I'm, I've always wanted to go there. For, and I, I knew if I wanted to go, I wanted to go for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'll just do three months um, and fit as much in as I possibly could. And I think <laughs> I did a pretty good job. I actually went back again the year after. So yeah, 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 um, yeah. I definitely fit a lot of a lot of stuff in those three months. It was good. Yeah, so that you went in France, Belgium. Yeah. Uh, like all like Central Europe. Did you do Eastern Europe? No, I wish I did, but um, I just ran out of time. To be quite honest, <laughs> I, did, I did. I did Spain. I even went down to uh, Morocco. Uh, and yeah, you're right. I did a lot of Central Europe. I went to Greece as well. That was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so I didn't really go to Eastern Europe, but um, it's yeah. kind of. I wish I did, but obviously I couldn't go there and do that anytime. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. And uh, what kind of uh, traveler are you then? Like when you were in Europe, did you backpack? Did you stay in a hotel, hostels? Um, I did a bit of, I was, I did some Katiki tours and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I also, and I, when I was by myself, I was staying in uh, mainly hotels. Yeah, yeah. I guess because I was lucky enough that I had the money to do that. But um, obviously on the Katiki tours and stuff, we were in hostels with like lots of other people, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and if we were back, in, I was back in London as a sort of a base between um, trips out to different areas, and um, even there, like poking around hostels and stuff, was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything was um, planned. 
sort of. Um, yeah. So because I had only had three months and I had a lot of things I wanted to do on that trip, I just I yeah. had to have it all pretty well planned out before I went. So yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to be in Spain, Morocco, Portugal the first three weeks and then back yeah, to London yeah. and then I went to Belgium for Tomorrowland. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a lot oh my of fun. God, you did something that I – didn't even do <laughs> it's in your home it's in your home country and you didn't even go well it's but. actually hard to get tickets even for yeah. us yeah so we get the tickets open a week prior yeah. uh, for us just the people in belgium but there's a lot of people that buy tickets to resell them okay. uh, twice the price or something yeah so I remember we were a group of friends who were literally five in front of our computers and trying to get tickets. <laughs> and we're like, okay, we all take four tickets because it's maximum four tickets per yeah. person. So we're like, okay, we take four tickets each and then we see how we go. None of us got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. Like in five minutes, not even five minutes, it's all sold out basically. Yeah. I, uh, I did buy them secondhand off some dodgy website uh, but okay. so i was so i paid a lot more for them than i should have yeah, but yeah, yeah. i still i mean i got to go so that was the main thing and so that was um yeah so like i was saying um i kind of had to have things planned out because i knew that i was on a tight timeline and had a lot mm. that i wanted to see so um i definitely made the most of the time that i had yeah so it did work out well for you, you didn't have any issues um because uh, my the few trips that I've actually planned, um, nothing went as planned. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I didn't go through agency or tours. So, yeah, pretty. Uh, that's probably why. Uh, yeah, I think I think most things went to planned in that respect. I don't. I don't think nothing really through that trip out for me because I was going on back to back tours and stuff. And I think um, the only. Oh, it wasn't even that year. It was the year after that we had some issues that we thought mm-hmm. we're going to derail our trip, if you want me to go into that. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, please. <laughs> we were in, yeah, no, I'm just skipping years, that's all. Um, we were in Croatia on a Croatia sale um, in 2016, which I recommend to everyone. It was incredible, probably the best week of my life. Yeah. Um, when we were there, uh, we were meant to go to Turkey straight after we finished. Yeah. And that was um, the week that we were on the boat they blew up the airport in Turkey and there was a big mm. shooting there. And uh, yeah, yeah. so we were sort of on the boat in Croatia thinking, shit, I don't know if we should, um, you know, uh, head up to Turkey, head down mm-hmm. to Turkey after this or not. And then we were just like, we might as well just do it, like see how we go. And we went there and it was great. Like obviously the whole ten- whole city, was, the whole country was on edge, but mm-hmm. um, but like we had the best time in Turkey as well. And so that's, as far as uh, travel plans being thrown off course, that was probably the closest yeah. I've come. I've been pretty lucky in that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I would have personally not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was leaning towards not going, but the guy that I was with that year, he said, like, we, we might as well go. Like, the chances of us being caught up in something like that are very low, especially now that it's already happened. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, but it was still really... Um, chilling going through the airport and having your bags checked before you went into the airport mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like cars at the taxi we were into the airport got checked as well before it went up to near the airport entrance yeah um yeah. and inside the you know lots of armed guards and stuff everywhere which is not yeah. something we were used to but um yes it was it was, it was 
pretty full on but um i mean Uh, i remember that year actually it was a few they did this in a few airports because it happened in belgium yes i was about to say i remember Uh, yeah yeah yeah. and i was supposed to go to miami i remember and that happened and we were all like shocked and all my family and friends are like are you gonna go and i was like well yeah (laughs) i've I've booked everything i've planned everything so yes i'm gonna go and like you said the chances of it happening again pretty more like slim or whatnot and then yeah it was just it was a little bit scary going into into the airport like um there was a lot of security and um you could feel the atmosphere was really heavy but it was it was all right like life goes on i remember um when we went to turkey to the airport on the way out of turkey so another week later we were at the customs like they had probably 40 customs booths all in a row and right at the other end, um, someone started yelling mm-hmm. and the whole airport just went dead quiet. I was just like, oh shit, this is it. And, and but he, he was he was yelling at the customs officer, but um, yeah, yeah. because it was in a language I didn't understand, Turkish yeah. I assume, um, he was like, the whole airport just went dead quiet and all you could hear was this guy screaming and I said to my mate, like afterwards, I was like, I was ready to just run. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was pretty confronting, and like I, yeah, I just, yeah. I never seen a place so busy go so quiet, so mm-hmm. quickly. It was pretty, pretty chilling, but yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I made it out. <laughs> yeah, he was probably just complaining and being yeah, yeah, super he, loud and yeah, extra mm. uh, working in customer service. I can, I can already, I can, already <laughs> can imagine the kind of guy that <laughs> yeah. could have been. Yeah. Um, so I had a question. So um, I don't have a lot of uh, males coming uh, onto my show. So that's why I was like, you need to come here. You need to yeah, come. yeah. Because um, there was um, something. So I know you didn't really do a lot of solo traveling or whatnot, but still, you know, for women, when we, mm. when we travel, like the main concern and the main issue that comes up is like the safety. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's always like, oh, is it safe to travel as a, as a woman by yourself or not? But uh, as a man, like your perspective, like did you felt unsafe sometimes or did you have situation apart from that one where... Um, you felt like, okay, we need to change city or we need to finish this quick or we've got to go? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean, I've been pretty lucky in that respect, obviously. Like, I've just, I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty big guy and I think that I'd be able to sort myself <laughs> out if, if something happened. But uh, I think that uh, I've definitely seen things happen when I've been traveling in tours and stuff with girls and they've been like, I don't really feel safe here and, like let's get out of here sort of thing but uh personally i i can't remember a time where i've been like oh shit we really need to get out of here because this isn't a good situation that we can get out of i'm jealous (laughs) like it feels so easy to travel as as a guy yeah it sucks it's like it shouldn't be like that but and it sucks that it is like that in some places but um yeah 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 so you were being very mysterious on the instagram (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about your plans staring you up yeah <laughs> um so so yeah for those who are listening uh we actually met on clubhouse 
And so on your Clubhouse profile, you said that your plans for this year, you had a few plans for this year. And one of them was to buy a van and then travel around Australia. Have you yeah. started that yet or are you still thinking I about it? I am still in the very early stages. I've got to figure out what sort of van I want and how I'm going to fit it out. Uh, but it's, I mean, the van itself has been something I've wanted to uh, do for a few years, but uh, this year I've got a fair bit of time off in the middle of the year. So I think I'm going to use that to, it really depends on the border situation. Like I'd really like to get all the way across to WA yeah, and then come back. Yeah. Uh, but if I can't go to WA, I'll probably just go across to South Australia and then up to Darwin and then yeah, maybe, yeah. Back, maybe back across through Mount Isa and um, back in towards Brisbane and down the coast. So um yes. I've seen like so many good photos of people doing it and videos and stuff. It looks like so much fun. So yeah, um, yeah. hopefully I can get it off the ground this year because it's been on the bucket list for quite a while now. Yeah. So for those who don't know our situation here in Australia, um, it's pretty good, but every mm. state have their own rules. And uh, I think WA, is this still closed? I think it is still closed if you've been in what's considered a hotspot, hot but yeah. but um, I think that you have to fly in, so I'd be driving. So mm-hmm. so, yeah, so that's I, I think at the moment, yeah, you you meant to fly into Perth. So at the moment, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'd be driving and crossing the border at Eucla uh, is the name of the town. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I, I'm assuming, I'm hoping, <laughs> in the next <laughs> four, four months before I go, that that changes yeah. again. And like, touch wood, hopefully we're finally getting to the stage where they can open the whole country back up. So Yeah. Well, um, I've seen, I mean, here in Queensland, they've started uh, giving the vaccine to um, yeah. NHS. Um, and they're hoping that in a few months, uh, we would all get it and then, yeah, open back to other people. And like, mm. you would, the requirement to come in Australia would have to have a vaccine, basically. Yeah. All the countries around the world are thinking about this vaccine passport kind of thing. And I personally would 100% take the vaccine. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people, there's uh, rallies in Brisbane happening. Yeah. Uh, people don't want to get the vaccine because the idea would be put a mandatory vaccine for everybody, even yeah. for foreigners. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how the situation is going <laughs> to Yeah, I think with, with the vaccine, I think that... Uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to get it if it means I can travel again. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to get it straight away. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, for those people that don't want to get it, there's no one forcing them to have it. But I feel like it means that private companies are going to enforce their will and say, you know, if you don't want to take this, then we don't want you to do this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Is I it? think it's. Uh... It's in the U.S., but also an airline here. I think it's Virgin Airline uh, that said that uh, moving forward, they would ask all their passengers to get the COVID vaccine. Yeah, well, Like you couldn't be able to board the plane if you haven't had the vaccine. Uh, people were just going crazy on Facebook oh, yeah, <laughs> about I it. I, I try uh, to avoid that at all costs because they just end up getting ang- angry, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've spent less time on Facebook because of the keyboard warriors. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just on, on Clubhouse and Instagram most of the time. Yeah, Clubhouse is great. It's been so much fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't have your party hat anymore. No, I'm, I'm off the party hat. It's been 
over two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and no. um, what do you use it for? Like, um, I've really been using it for just. I'll just jump on there when I'm bored. I actually was on there for probably two hours before we jumped on this podcast. Today's a day off, so I'm just sort of relaxing um, yeah, yeah. and just talking to like all sorts of different people, um, hearing what they got to talk about. And it's sort of funny because like all these people on there have got these awesome business ideas and things like that. And I'm mm-hmm. just sort of sitting there in the corner like, I don't really have much to say about that, but I'm, I think it's cool what you're doing, but yeah, I can't yeah. really tell you how to expand on that. But that's okay. I think in the future, as we get more and more people in there, I'd love to start hosting like live sport, mm-hmm. watching and stuff and like talking to people about that stuff. So yeah. as, as we get more and more Australians on the app, I yeah. think that there'll be a bit more market for that sort of stuff and that's sort of what I'd be keen on checking out. Yeah, there's still a few of us. It's not it's not that many. But yeah, it's definitely... It's definitely a, a really nice space and I feel like it's more authentic. Yeah, There's less chances absolutely. of getting trolls or uh, people selling you fake. Like you can hear it in the voice of someone for if, sure, they, for sure. if, they're, if they're lying or if they're uh, just making up stories or whatnot. So um, it's a great platform to to connect with other people. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I was on a, on a room today with... Um... I'm not sure if you would know him. A guy called Alex Dyson. He was he was a Triple J breakfast host, Triple J Radio in Australia okay. for, for, I think seven years. He was the breakfast host, and yeah, I was in a room with him and like three other people. And I was like, oh my god, this is so cool! I'm <laughs> in this room with this guy I listened to on the radio for like seven years, and um, yeah, he was yeah. really funny. And like, I suppose, I think that Instagram sort of closed the gap between famous people and not famous people a bit. Mm-hmm because you could sort of interact with them a little bit. But now Clubhouse is taking that to a whole nother level where yeah. you're actually in a conversation with them right then and there, which is really cool. Yeah, I was in a room with um, with like uh, famous YouTubers and stuff. And also the other day, uh, do you know Nas, Nas Daily? Yeah. The, oh, oh, yes, I do. Yes, I know what you're talking yeah, about. So That's he's so cool. on Clubhouse now. And yeah, well. um, he was in a few rooms like for the past two days. And I was just like, this is this is the beauty of the of this app. Yeah. Like you will be in rooms with people that you will never get the chance to interact with um, yeah. on any other social media. So yeah. I was just like mind blown and it was yeah. it was quite a lot of fun. Um but back to travel. Back to travel. <laughs> <laughs> um so what was your best uh travel experience? Oh wow. Um oh, that's hard. Um I think when I, I was saying before, I went to Croatia for a week and I was on a boat for yeah. a week and like any holiday where I haven't got to put shoes on for a week is a holiday that I want. And we were, <laughs> like we were just, you know, I was in there with I think 30 other people and we just partied the whole week and just had the most fun. 40 other people. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. And yeah, I, I, I've said to a lot of people it was one of the best weeks of my life, but uh as far as solo travel goes, mm-hmm. I went to um, – I'm a mad basketball fan. Yeah. And so um, when my team, Miami Heat, uh, made the NBA finals a few years ago, 2013, yeah. I, booked, I booked flights on a Monday night and flew out, <laughs> flew out on a Tuesday, no, Tuesday morning 
Yeah, yeah. Went all the way to Miami from Sydney. What? And I was there. <laughs> I got there. I got there on Miami time Tuesday night at like six thirty, and the game started at seven. So there was two games, and Miami had to win both of them to win the mm-hmm. win the championship. Yeah. And um, I got there about six thirty on the. Tuesday night, I went straight yeah. from the airport, straight to my hotel, quickly got yeah. changed, had a shower, told the cabbie to wait out front. Yeah. And then um, he drove me to the stadium and I got there just in time for the start of the game. Uh, wow. And then they won that game and just um, make me sound like I'm bragging, but I mean, <laughs> I, I remember getting in the, in the car after the, in a cab after the game to go back mm. to my hotel and on the radio, they were saying that was one of the best NBA games of all time. And I was oh. like, oh, my God. I was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I actually got a phone call from the bank because I bought tickets while sitting at the airport, like waiting mm-hmm. to fly out. Yeah, yeah. And I bought tickets to the, to the games and um, the bank called me and said, um, we've got those two transactions for this uh, <laughs> this um, company in Miami. Is that you? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, oh, um, Okay, I was like, yeah, I'm at the airport now. I'm about to go. And they were like, <laughs> they were like okay, no worries. Thank you and hung up. So it was good to see the bank had my back. But um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. But, yeah, so um, I was there, had the game on the Tuesday night and then I had all of Wednesday by myself to do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I did because I'd only been over to Miami three months before that. Yeah, so yeah. So I kind of knew the lay of the land a bit and um, – I sort of just went hung out by the beach and went to a few bars and and then on Thursday night was the second game, the one they needed to win to win the title and they won that game too. So, oh, okay. um, and so I landed on Tuesday, went to two games, flew back out on Friday, wow, which, which got me home on Sunday morning and then went back to yeah. work on Monday. So that was oh, that was a that, hectic week. That that was a big week, but it was a lot of fun and I I speak to some people about it and they still think that I'm fucking crazy, but, um, <laughs> and like, I totally agree with them, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, um, but at the same time, like that experience, no one can take that away from me. And I'm so happy yeah. I did it. Cause it was, it was, and it, obviously it worked out well that they won because if they lost, it would have been super embarrassing, but, <laughs> but, um, I was yeah, lucky yeah. that they won and like I had the best time. And, um, as far as solo travel stories goes, that's probably, your best pretty far out but yeah it was was pretty fun Ooh, that's great i love it because i'm a very spontaneous person yeah but i would probably not travel from australia (laughs) that's that's a big one that's a big one it was a lot of fun but um what i miss that's just make me miss europe because you can do crazy things like this super easily like be Mm. in another country in like a few hours and I remember one day I booked flights with my mom to go to uh, Milan. Yeah. And we just went there. We took the first flight in the morning and the last flight in the evening. We literally oh. just went there for one day shopping. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> no like... visits, no nothing. We literally went there just shopping <laughs> the whole day. And it was great. It was great. And then my friend was like, what are you doing? Are you in Italy? And I was like, yeah, just for one day. Because they were like, oh, but we have school tomorrow. What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, guys, I'm just here for one day <laughs> for shopping. That's so um, crazy. And it was for like 40 euros return. Oh, what the? F- oh, wow, that's incredible. I know. <laughs> so I really, really miss 
these cheap flights uh, that you can get for like 20 euros, 40 euros. Yeah. Um, here, like if I want to fly to even just Gold Coast, it's minimum $200 return. It's insane. Yeah. But, and that, that's one thing that really um, stood out when I was in Europe. Like we were in Amsterdam and there was guys from London that were there just for the weekend. And I was like, oh my God, that is crazy. <laughs> like, um, I mean, it seems crazy, but then you think about how much, how small the distance is compared to Australia where yeah, yeah. a flight from here to Perth would take you as long as flying from London to Greece or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, pretty much, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like for us, it's so wild that you can drive for a day and pass through four or five different countries if you mm. um, if you really want to. Um, yeah, so that was that was one eye opener from the from being in Europe. It's really hard for me to explain to people from back home because they have no perspective. Yeah. And uh, I remember when there was like the bushfires, uh, mm. I was receiving messages from my family and whatnot, and they were like, "Are you close to the bushfires? Are you okay?" And I was like, "Mate, I'm so far away." away. <laughs> I was and, so like, far away. The thing away. was, there was still like I'm sure there was graphics saying like the size of the burn from bushfires across Australia mm. is now is now the size of um, like this small country. countries, like yeah, yeah, like England or something. So I can understand their concern, but then when you realise that Australia is so massive that um, they had nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and for you, like you said, like you can drive. Being in Cairns, you could drive for a full day either south or west, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you wouldn't even leave the state. You'd still be in Queensland because mm-hmm. it's so. It, Queensland's <laughs> just incredibly big. Yeah, actually, but, um, if I. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, you'd be when you'd be I pushing. Brisbane Coast. would be like twelve hours, wouldn't it? I'm trying Please. to think when I did the East Coast. No, you're right. We could legit drive for almost twenty four hours and still be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we would be we would be close to to New South Wales still. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But it's it's an adventure. Would you do the? Um, would you do the West Coast by yourself though? Because I heard like it wasn't male, female, doesn't matter. It's not really safe because there's compared to the East Coast where there's a lot of cities or stops and there's a lot of people traveling, you know, there's a lot yeah. of thing going on. Uh, the West Coast, like there's nothing for miles and miles away. Yeah. Um, so usually people, the, you need to be minimum two. So would you do it like with somebody else or would you risk it? Um, I probably I haven't really thought about it that much, but I think I'd like to do it by myself and see how we go. <laughs> if I stick to the coast, there is still towns and that along the way, so mm-hmm. I know that I wouldn't be too far away from help if I really needed it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know that if you drive up the middle of Western Australia, like you might go for a full day without seeing a car, like yeah, in yeah. some areas because it's just so sparse and there's just nothing. There's just nothing. <laughs> I was actually talking about um, travel distances and stuff. I had some friends that did like a motorbike tour in around the UK, mm-hmm. and they drove, they rode their bikes from from England to Wales, and yeah. stopped in this little town. And the guys, they went to the pub naturally, as you do. And um, these, they walked into the pub, and the guy behind the bar was like, "Oh, where did you ride from today?" And they're like, "Oh, we rode from four hours away." And the guy was like. Oh my god! I've never been that far away from my hometown, <laughs> and I was just—it's just so funny that um, how small the world must seem to some people that mm-hmm. live so close to things like that. Whereas people in Australia are not that um, spoiled in that. Well, spoiled in some ways. 
Well, well, speaking of that, actually, I've met a few Australians that never left their state and they were like not planning on doing so. Or a lot of Australians actually don't have a passport. And so you have, I mean, now that I've been here for three years, I think like this two different types, <laughs> like, okay, two different groups of Australians and then there's small groups underneath. Yeah. Uh, but like there's the Australians that travel and they are open mind and they know what's going on in the world. And then they're like Australians that have never traveled, never went in another, even another state. And they have no clue, like literally <laughs> no clue what's going on. Yeah. And um, it's it's crazy to me. Like you live in such a beautiful country, big mm. country, and you've not even explored like around you know yeah. it's a uh, it's it's a little bit crazy to me <laughs> yeah I, um, I agree i agree but yeah you're right like there's people in Be belgium is a very very small country mm. and yet there's people that have never left belgium or <laughs> never been further than france for example yeah well, and now yeah. that i'm here i'm like wow how 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 can yeah. you just stay yeah. in um your little country and never travel i mean these are most likely to be old, older people. I feel like yeah. now our generation, like. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Like, like my parents were always like think, saying, like, you know, you need to buy a house. You need to be, mm. it, like, not so much imposing it on me, but saying this is what we did. So yeah. you should probably do the same. But then, like, we're part of a generation where um, there's a big emphasis on seeing the world and, um, you know, getting out and chasing the things that you really want to do. So. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's a different it's, it's a generational thing there's not a problem with it it's just a generational yeah. difference I, I i guess oh yeah completely when when i first started saying that i wanted to travel the world or i wanted to move to australia people were like look at me like are you crazy like <laughs> why would you go in australia and my mom she was like so what are you going to do there? Do you have a plan? Where are you going to work? What are you going to do? And I was like, no, it's adventure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I yeah. just booked the flight, like booked a few first few uh, nights in a hostel and then I'll just figure it out. And yeah, well. for them, it was crazy. They were like, no, like you can't do this. You need yeah. to plan. You need to do this and that. Know what you're going to do. And I think that's why um, I waited longer to go and travel because I was just scared of, what everybody was saying yeah and uh i was just paying attention too much to yeah what other people were thinking about me and also <clears throat> i was a little bit of a black sheep like all <laughs> my friends they were studying like getting their degrees going to uni and whatnot and i yeah, was well. just i dropped out and i just wanted to work and then i wanted to travel and people yeah thought that i was completely crazy for sure <laughs> <laughs> And then now I actually have some of my old friends that are messaging me like, oh, yeah, I wish I would have traveled or, yeah, I want to come to Australia. My best friend from from home, she she got her master's degrees uh, in psychology and everything. Yeah. And then now she dropped everything. She traveled around Asia. Oh, yeah. um, and now she's actually in Australia. She's actually... Um, no, she's not close to you. She's in Byron, I think. Oh, yeah. So she's like in between us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And funny thing, like, see, so she's been here for a year and a half and we haven't seen each other. Yeah, yet. wow. Yeah, yeah. Every time we're like, yeah, let's see each other. Let's do this, let's do that. And now with the pandemic and she yeah. she has her own life there. She met yeah. an Aussie guy and I think <laughs> she's just going to 
just gonna say. Yeah, no, nah, Byron Bay is pretty good. Pretty good place to get stuck. Yeah, really, I, really, you haven't been yet. No, no it's, pretty, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Well, I heard it was a lot of hippie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh very much so. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's become a bit of a. Um, some people might call it like a cultural hub, I suppose, but mm-hmm. it's sort of, um, yeah, it's, it's where a lot of um, like digital nomads and stuff work out yeah. of. Uh, a lot of creatives and stuff go there. Um, and it's like, actually, my friend was up there uh, the other week on his honeymoon and saw Matt Damon there. Yes, because they're filming. Yeah. Um, what are they filming? <laughs> it's not Thor. It's not the next Thor, isn't it? But I mean, it's oh, one of them uh, Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah. And uh, so at the moment, the prices are, they went yeah. up to the roof because they're filming down yeah. there, yeah. I think a lot of uh, Hollywood people are living there at the moment because it's better than mm-hmm. living in America. Like I know that like Matt Damon's there, Justin Bieber's been living there, Zac Efron's there. Um, what? Yeah, Justin Bieber? Yeah, Zac he's, Efron? he's been there, yeah. Yeah. Um... You might need to head down. <laughs> Nah, well, have right. a have a look. I'm not sure, <laughs> but, but I know that I know that people like that have been living there on and off during the pandemic just to get their their fix mm. of normality compared to the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read an article like Zac Efron was thinking of uh, moving permanently yeah. um, here in Australia, but I didn't realize like he was there already. I didn't realize that many people were already in um, in Australia, and they were just like, "Fuck it, let's." <laughs> Let's, get out of here. here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a great country to live in. The quality of life is absolutely amazing. It's a bit far. Very far. <laughs> but uh <laughs> so it's about as far away from home as you could get. So I, I I definitely uh, not quite. New Zealand is a, a little, little bit, bit further. But I, bit I definitely appreciate where you're coming from there. Like it's, a, it's definitely <laughs> a long a long way from home for you. Yeah, if I would so from Cairns, if I was to go back home, I would have to fly to Brisbane. So that, that's yes. what two hours, and then from Brisbane because I did that last time from Brisbane to China, and then from China to Brussels. Yeah, and that's about a 30, 30 35 hour journey. Yeah, in uh, transit. Yeah, that's yeah, wild. In the transit. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the one thing that I'm a little bit like, do I want to stay here for the rest <laughs> of my life? I don't know, because it's it's very far. Uh, if something happens, I'm like, I'm a day, more than a day away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and anything can happen in that time frame. Yeah, for sure. But I, but I guess, I mean, at the same time, think about all the days that you've been here and nothing's happened. True. You know you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, well, what I'm saying is like, like, you're obviously building a life over here, and if you want to go back, you can. But um, yeah, I mean, as long as you're happy doing what you're doing and still happy to be spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I will go back to Europe anytime soon. Uh, but if I yeah, do go back, I would go to Portugal. I would. Oh yeah. I wouldn't live in in Belgium anymore. Yeah, Portugal's really nice. Yeah, absolutely really nice. love it. Have you whereabouts in Portugal? Have you been? Um, so before coming here, I was actually living in Lisbon. Oh, yeah. So I haven't been, I've only been to Lisbon, but Lisbon was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. And it's a, it's a great city to live in. Um, a lot of digital nomads actually at the moment yeah. in Lisbon. And I've traveled to Porto and I've been down south as well. And it's just it's just amazing. It's really, really good country to live in. Um, 
it's quite cheap, but it's for the locals, it's not a good thing that there's that many foreigners coming there because the prices of housing oh, pushes everything up. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, in Lisbon, uh, when I was there, so that was four years ago, mm. it went up to the roof and um, Portuguese people couldn't afford to live in uh, in Lisbon anymore. Like it yeah, was well, only international because there's a lot of companies relocating. Yeah. So I think Europe, uh, a few years ago, they have changed. They have put a law uh, where big companies couldn't, um, how do you say this? Um, so, you know, call centers and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, usually they, they, they take, uh, in uh, North Africa. Yep. So you were put a law and they said, no, you can't do this anymore. Oh, so okay. they decided to keep work within Europe. So they just decided to go in the cheapest countries of Europe, which yeah, is well, that's super disappointing. So Lisbon was filled with uh, call centers yeah and uh, so netflix facebook google a lot of apps um and other big names are down there and um so it was people from all around the world uh working there and the salary was twice as much as uh, oh, the yeah. wage in portugal yeah yeah, yeah right oh, yeah. it's yeah. um that's disappointing because it's like uh, like Lisbon was really nice when I was there. That was mm-hmm. five years ago now, but um, I definitely want to go back to Portugal at some stage. What's your? What are you thinking about in terms of overseas? Are you thinking about going overseas anywhere else other than back to Europe? Or yeah, so if <laughs> if they open the borders, so it's such hard, <laughs> so hard to say. But um, it's yeah. really hard to say. But if they open the borders and we get the vaccine. Uh, my main priority being on this side of the world is do Asia. Yeah, I really want to go to remote places that people don't really go to. So yeah, okay. I saw uh, Samoa, uh, Samoa Islands. Uh, I really want to do that. I've yeah, that'd be good. A few people on right. uh, on Instagram. Um, so just just go to these islands where no one no one ever goes, basically, yeah. uh, and trying to push myself out of. Uh, because now I'm in my comfort zone again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so for sure. I want to push myself to get out of there, take a backpack again, and uh, stay in shitty places. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, meet random people. So, yeah, Asia is definitely on top. Yeah, of awesome. My list. Uh, but Japan is like number one. Like <laughs> Japan number one. is amazing. Have you been? That was, yeah, the, last, been that was the last place I went overseas, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, late 2019. I went to the um, the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, over there it was it was so much fun. It's it's a, such a cool country. Love. We were there for 12 days, so we didn't get to see a lot. But we, what we saw was really cool. Like there's yeah, so, yeah. it's such a um, culture rich country. Everyone there is so nice, um, yeah. and we had the best time. It was yeah, definitely definitely get over there. So unfortunately, the last segment of the interview was cut off. Um, you guys haven't missed much, but so basically Adam was explaining to me that he wanted to travel South America. That was his next plans to visit overseas, um, going there for like three or four months 
and I was also encouraging him to start his podcast and a YouTube channel. So if you want to know more about Adam and follow him into his journey traveling around Australia with his van and potentially South America in the future, follow him on Instagram at Clem Adam, C-L-E-M-O-A-D-A-M. And he also has a photography page, which is Clem O-T-V, C-L-E-M-O-A-D-A-M. E-M-O-T-B. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and also follow me on Spotify. Make sure you check out my Instagram at Cocoa Butter Travel and at Cocoa Butter Travel underscore podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.